I'm Sandra Jarvis, and you're listening to Mission to Be Happy, Episode 3, The Energy Conductor. This is the podcast where we tackle tough topics that challenge you to change the way you think, because we know that the only way to get to happiness is to experience all life has to offer. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to use these tools to create an extraordinary life. This is Mission to Be Happy, and I'm your host, Certified Life Coach, Sandra Jarvis. Let's get started. Hey, 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 welcome back to Mission to Be Happy. I know I said this last time, but I am really excited to be here so that I can share these concepts and ideas with you. It's been a great way to get me back into the coaching groove, and I'm loving it. So as you know, I am a certified life coach. I graduated from the Institute for Professional Excellence in Coaching in 2018 and received the Associate Coach Certification from the International Coaching Federation a few months later. So many of the things I'm going to be teaching you today are concepts that I learned through my coach training, and they were created by the founder of IPEC, which was my coaching school, Bruce Schneider. I love these concepts. I love teaching them, and I love seeing the power that they have to change lives, and I know that power because they changed my life. So I'm glad you're back, and I'm excited to jump into today's topic which today we're going to continue our mind management journey and talk a little bit more about judgment. I know that I talked a little bit about this in the very first episode, but we're going to dive in deep today. So let me just start out with a reminder of what judgment is. The word judgment often gets a negative connotation, But the truth is that judgment is something all of us do every day, hundreds of times a day. Judgment is actually just forming an opinion or using discretion or making a decision. It's it's your perspective or the lens through which you view the world. In reality, it's how we as human beings make sense of the world around us. So I want you to think of judgment as little t truth, because the reality is when you're judging something, you're simply assigning meaning to it that's been derived from your own personal experience. It feels true to you, but that doesn't mean that it is absolute truth, because absolute truth is the opposite of judgment. It is fact. It's the circumstances of our lives that we have no control over. It's something that could be proven in a court of law. It's what I like to call big T truth. Many of us go through life believing that little T truths are actually big T truths. And then if we can get a bunch of people to agree with us, we're even more certain that our judgments are actually big T truths. But I want to point out that it does not matter how many people believe a little t-truth, that doesn't make it absolute truth because public opinion does not determine truth. 
if it is an opinion or a judgment or a discernment or a perspective, then it is still a little T truth, no matter how many people believe it. And there will always be someone out there with a different little T truth that is just as valid. And that's an important concept because the thing is that our little T truths feel so true to us, but the same can be said for every other person in the world. Let's do a little exercise to demonstrate this concept. If you're in a place where you can grab a paper and pen, then do it, or you could open the notes app on your phone. Whatever you have that you can make a list on. A napkin will work. <laughs> now, if you're driving, then I don't want you to do this. Just listen in, but you can think about the questions I'm gonna ask you. So first, at the top of your page, I want you to write the words, three good things. And then I want you to make a list of three things that you believe are good. So don't overthink this. Just write down the first three things that come to mind. For me, I'd probably say like cookies, money, and my grandchildren. So three things that you see as good. I'm going to give you a few seconds to get them down on paper. Okay, now opposite that, on the other side of your paper, I want you to write the words three bad things, all right? And then I want you to write down three things that you think are bad. Again, don't overthink this, just three things that come to mind that are bad. The first things that come to my mind today are murder, rioting, and racism. <laughs> You can kind of tell what I've been thinking about lately, right? So take a second to do that. Write down three bad things on the other side of your paper. Now, when you're done, you should have a list of six things, three good and three bad. And I want you to look at that list and ask yourself, is any of this absolute truth? Or another way to look at it is, is there anyone else in the world that might have a different opinion than my opinion about the things that I wrote down? Because if it's absolute or big T truth, it's a fact that no one can argue with. So, for example, with my list, although I love cookies, especially chocolate chip cookies, there are people out there who don't love them, who don't even like them. My statement cookies are good, is a little tea truth. And money, although I think most of the world would agree that money is good, somebody out there said money is the root of all evil. So apparently, money is good is not an absolute truth either. And I'm pretty sure that no matter how adorable and sweet and good I think my grandchildren are, there are days when their mothers wouldn't agree. <laughs> And there's lots of people on the planet who don't even like kids, so they disagree with me too. So I'll admit, the things on my good list were kind of obvious. But let's look at my bad list. Murder, rioting, and racism. What do you think about that? 
Is it absolute truth that murder, rioting, and racism are all bad things? Perhaps as a society, we would say that is true. But the thing is, there are obviously people who would disagree because all three of these things happen. The serial killer is not judging murder the same way I am, for sure. And rioting happens. So someone must think it's a good way to get your message out. And racism is alive and well in this country, which means there are still people in the world, and in some cases, whole organizations or communities that don't see racism as a negative. So public opinion does not change a little T-truth into a big T-truth, no matter how many people believe it. Circumstances are facts. So when someone is murdered, it is a fact that they died. If a riot happens, the facts are what happened at the riot, like three buildings were burned down, or two police cars were destroyed, or 500 people gathered on the streets. Those are the circumstances. I have six grandchildren is also a big T-truth. That is a circumstance. They are adorable is a little T-truth. That's one of my judgments. So see the difference? Big T-truth is what our lives are made up of. They are our circumstances. And little T-truth is the lens through which we see those things. Those are our judgments. And they usually show up in our brains in the form of thoughts. So what we also know about judgment is that it is directly related to our ability to live consciously. What do you think of that? Let me say it a different way. Our level of true awareness is directly related to our lack of judging. It's an interesting concept. It means that when we can cut through the judgment and recognize our circumstances, we become much more aware of the truth. That's the big T truth in our lives. Another thing we know is that the amount of judgment we put out into the world impacts the type of energy we create. That's why I refer to judgment as the energy conductor. Did you know you can determine the type of energy in your life by the amount of judgment you put into the world? It sounds a little crazy, but it's true. And I'm going to explain to you why. Everything in existence is made up of energy, right? You and I are made up of energy. All of the physical matter around us is simply energy that's been developed into something tangible. And then there's what I call spiritual matter, which is also energy. And that's what we feel. I like to, to describe this as the energy that you know is present when you walk into a room and it's crackling with excitement or thick with tension and you have no idea what's going on, but you can sense the energy just by being there. Do you know what I'm talking about? Because that is the type of energy that's affected by our judgments. And because we are made up of energy, 
we're affected by those judgments as well. So the more judgment we put out there, the lower our energy resonates. In fact, judgment causes our energy to become destructive and draining, filled with anger, guilt, worry, and stress. I call this type of energy catabolic because it destroys things. On the other hand, the less judgment we make, the lighter and more positive our energy will be. This is called anabolic energy. Let me give you an example of this from my own life. As I've mentioned before, in 2014, I was in a rollover ATV accident that nearly severed my right hand. Through events over which I had zero control, I ended up with a surgeon who decided I had nothing to lose and chose to try to save my hand rather than amputate. I was in ICU for two weeks before I went home to begin what turned out to be a five-year recovery period. But before I left the hospital, my surgeon came to my room and told me that he had done everything he could do to save my hand. The rest was going to be up to me. What I understood from that exchange was that I had the power to regain the use of my hand and that it would be up to me to decide how much use I would get. But I also knew that it was very possible that at some point along the way, I could still lose it to infection or to other circumstances that would be completely beyond my control. That day, I decided that I was going to work hard and do everything in my power to regain the use of my hand. But I was also going to have a positive attitude no matter what happened. I recognized that the circumstances would be whatever they were, and I could choose to accept the circumstances and make the best of them no matter what happened, or I could choose to be bitter and angry because I had been dealt with yet another extremely difficult trial in my life. Now, as I said, my recovery period extended through nearly five years, 20 surgeries, five staph infections, and literally hundreds of hours of physical therapy. It wasn't easy, and there were times where I wanted to give up. There were a lot of times where I wanted to give up. But instead, I chose to simply allow the circumstances to be whatever they were going to be, and looked for opportunities within those circumstances to make my life better. And it was amazing. I found incredible peace where before my accident, there had only been negativity. I was literally able to create positive energy in an extremely difficult situation that, had I judged it to be bad, could have turned out very different. Instead, it led me to life coaching and to the life that I now have and to this amazing job where I get to help other people create extraordinary lives too. Energy can be tricky because it ebbs and flows through us and around us and sometimes it vibrates at higher frequencies and sometimes lower ones. It can be, it can be influenced by the energy of other people as well 
And sometimes we feel like we don't have control over our energy. But I can guarantee you that it is always affected by the judgments we make regarding our circumstances. And I want you to keep in mind that when I talk about circumstances, I'm referring to all the things outside of you, the people in your lives, how they act and how they treat you, your possessions, the weather, locations and numbers, your body, um, things that affect your body like illness and accidents. Circumstances are big T truths and we are constantly surrounded them and they can shift in a nanosecond. We simply don't have control over our circumstances. But the good news is that you do have control over your judgments. And as I said, your judgments show up as thoughts in your head. And what we know about thoughts is that they trigger emotions, which drive your actions, which creates your reality. When you know this, you start to see why understanding judgment is so important because the judgments you make are going to have a direct impact on the life you live. In fact, your judgments or your thoughts are going to create your reality. So I want you to remember that judgment is normal. Humans judge all the time. From the second you wake up in the morning until you fall asleep at night, You're judging everything because remember, that's how we make sense of the world. It's okay to judge and our goal is not to get rid of judgment, but rather to distinguish between absolute truth, big T truth, and judgment, little t truth. When we can do that, we can choose our judgments carefully and then use them to create the lives that we want. IPEC has a saying about this. It's raise your consciousness, raise your energy, raise your satisfaction with life. It sounds almost too simple, but it is absolutely true. When you come to understand the power you have simply through consciously choosing your judgments, you can create confidence and peace and joy simply by changing your thoughts. Wow. Okay, that was a lot of information. And I want to make sure it was clear because this really is at the foundation of everything I teach. So let me just do a recap really quick. Everything in existence is made up of energy and judgment governs the energy we create. There are two types of energy that we are talking about. They are catabolic energy, which is filled with judgment of ourselves and other people. And it's draining and destructive and filled with guilt and anger and worry and stress. The other type of energy is anabolic energy. And anabolic energy is judgment-free and full of unconditional love. It's constructive and healing, productive, happy, positive, enthusiastic. So those are the two types of energy, catabolic and anabolic energy that we can create with or without our judgment. 
So I want you to remember that the goal is not to get rid of judgment. All energy is necessary and part of our humanness. The goal is to consciously choose the way we judge the people and the circumstances in our lives. Because when we're consciously making choices, we can also choose to consciously change those choices. And that is where all the power over our lives comes from. When you master your energy, you become the master over your own life experience. And that is powerful. Remember, if you raise your consciousness, you raise your energy, and then you raise your satisfaction with life. And that allows you to do what we've been talking about, which is create an extraordinary life. When you start to understand how pervasive judgment is and how much it influences our lives, you get an idea of why it is so important to be conscious of the judgments you're making. As I record this episode, there are riots happening all over the U.S., riots that began as protests to the death of George Floyd. These riots are an amazing example of the kind of energy that judgment creates. Racism is a classic example of judgment that creates catabolic energy. It's destructive to the person who judges their fellow human beings to be less than, and it encourages destruction of property, of relationships, of peace and goodwill. I have no idea how it feels to be a person of color at this point in American history, but I do know that judgments like these are tearing our society apart. Think about it. What if we could remove the judgment that comes with skin color and simply see everyone as human? What if we could remove the judgment that comes with gender and simply love each other? What if we could remove the judgment that says, I'm better than you, and recognize that we all have inherent worth and value simply because we exist? Imagine a society that took care of each other rather than tore each other apart. In order to do that, we have to become conscious of our judgments. And that kind of change starts with the individual. It starts with you and I. But then the question becomes, how do you become conscious of your judgment and let it go? Because judgments can feel like they're automatic, right? Well, they're not. And that is good news. As I've mentioned before, you have complete control over your thoughts. And your thoughts are your judgments. They show up as sentences in your brain and you get to choose whether or not you allow them to reside there. You also get to choose what type of energy you're going to create by carefully choosing which thoughts or judgments you want to keep around. That is what we'll be talking about in the next episode of Mission to be Happy. This week, I want to extend a challenge to you to keep a judgment journal. Make an effort to track all of the things you judge, or at least some of them, and then start noticing how those judgments affect you. You might be amazed at what you learn about yourself. 
And as you do this, remember, judgments are not just bad. Record your positive and your negative judgments. See how often you can become aware of your actual circumstances and maybe even try to look at the circumstances with a different perspective. Challenge your brain. Then join me next time when we'll be talking specifically about energy levels and how to create the energy that will serve you in any given situation. We'll talk to you then. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mission to be Happy. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on whatever platform you're using. Every five-star rating and positive comment helps spread the word about our mission to be happy. And if you know anyone who could benefit from a little more joy in their life, invite them to join us too. Have a great day and here's to happiness.